Funding for this podcast comes from MathWorks, creators of MATLAB and Simulink software, accelerating the pace of engineering and science. Learn more at MathWorks.com. And you are listening to Radio Boston. I'm Tiziana Deering. And now, let's look ahead to the weekend. Not an NFL playoff. It's not a soccer match in Munich or Barcelona. It's a college hockey game here between arch rivals Boston College and Boston University. So if you are looking for something to do this weekend that could surprise and delight you, know that you're going to head that know that there's going to be a head to head twice as the number one and number two teams in the country. All right. So I didn't say that very well. Let me put it to you this way. BC. BU. They're playing twice this weekend, and for the first time ever, they are number one and number two, and it's a big deal, and it's going to be a couple of raucous games. So here in Studio Two to help us understand it all, Andrew Mahoney. He covers men's college hockey for the Boston Globe. Andrew, welcome. Thank you for having me. So uh, it doesn't always get the same attention as college sports. I went to the Big Ten. You know, football's a big thing there. But in the world of college hockey, this is a big deal. Yeah, this is uh, as about as big as it gets, and, and and really, it's it's about as big as it gets around Boston. As as you said, this isn't a college hockey area. This is you know a pro sports town. So, um, men's college hockey. Now we're seeing women's college hockey. That that's one. Those are two areas where we really get it right, and it's really coming into focus this weekend. So this weekend, what we have is this situation where you got back to back games, right? One uh, BC hosts one, BU hosts the other. Tickets for both games are sold out. Uh, some seats for Friday night's game are reselling for over a thousand dollars, which is just stunning. Tell us about the atmosphere at these kinds of games. If somebody's watching on TV, do you get the feel for it? Like this is a wild thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool because it's different from pro sports. You know, the, obviously it's a younger crowd. You know, a lot of college students there. Um, when it's when it's at a home site, which this weekend series will be each time Friday night. It'll be at BC. So the BC band will be there. You'll hear that in the background. Um, and it, it's just a really fun atmosphere. Same thing on Saturday over at BU, you'll get to hear the BU band. Uh, you know, if you're watching the broadcast on Nesson, um, and as you said, uh, you know, if you don't have tickets already, you, you're probably not getting in unless you want to spend an extraordinary amount of money. But can you watch it on TV? Yeah, you can watch it on Nesson. Both games are on Nesson each night. All right. So listen, we're going to keep you with us, but we could not resist when we heard what was going on here. We had to reach out to Mike Ruzioni, who is a former BU hockey star, but he's the guy that shot the puck herd around the world when the U.S. beat the Soviets in the 1980 Olympics Miracle on Ice game, which I remember watching. Mike, welcome back. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's great to have you on. So are you really charged up about this? Like, is, is this? Tell us how big a deal this is as a guy who played. It's huge. Um, but as I was telling someone the other day, BU and BC could play at, you know, at the public gardens and it would be a huge game. They could go on an outdoor pond in, in, in New Hampshire and play and it would be a big thing. A- anytime the two schools play each other, it's intense. It's, it's a big rivalry. I heard you say, for, you know, that's Michigan-Ohio State football. Um, it's, it's a big thing and it's always been a big thing. Clearly, this weekend's a little bigger because of you know, the rankings, you know, BU's number one in the country, BC's number two in the country. Um, they've got some great superstar players. We've got some great young superstar players. It, it's great for college hockey, um, but it's also great for, for, for hockey in the Boston area. You know, when, when BU, BC, Northeastern, and Harvard are really good schools and good teams, it just creates great excitement for, for the sport of ice hockey. And, 
in the in the in, in the college game. But you know, this weekend's going to be pretty pretty intense. And you know, an interesting thing: the next time they play each other after this will be the uh, second game of the Bean Pot, February fourth. So. Uh, you know, BUBC are going to get three games probably in their next four or five. It's going to be a battle, and it's it's exciting. So the Bean Pot is a well loved, well known tournament uh, in ice hockey, played by men's teams and women's teams. And at the end of this, we'll give, we're going to give a shout to the women's Bean Pot, uh, which was played earlier this week. Before I go back to Andrew from the Globe to tell us a little bit more about those players that you were just talking about, who are exciting. Mike Ruzioni, I wonder if you can take me back to a memory you have of a BCBU game that you played in. Is there something that's a, a story that stands out for you? Well, they didn't beat us very often when I was at BU. <laughs> um, you know, they, they're all pretty little humble brag there. <laughs> one, one of my favorite ones, and I, I told this story over the summer, Joe Mullen, who was a great player at mm-hmm. Boston College. Uh, we're playing Boston College at Boston University. It's my senior year. And Jack Parker brings me in, and we're talking about how we're going to go against BC. And he says, Mike, I think I'm going to try to have you and, and Rick Mahar, who was a great player at BU, similar to Joey at BC, you know, go always be on the ice with Mullen when Joey's out there. And, Mike, you're going to make sure you stay on top of Joe throughout the game. Well, the game ended up 8-7, and Joey had three goals. I obviously didn't do a very good job covering him. <laughs> but... But this summer, I was with Joey, and I was telling the story. I said, Joe, I remember that game because you scored and Ricky scored, and you scored and Ricky scored, and you scored and Ricky, and Ricky ended up getting the last one, and we won 8-7. to seven. I said, and Joe, you had three goals that night, and Joey goes, I had four. I says, no, you didn't. You had three. He goes, I had four. So <laughs> we won the game 8-7. to seven. Two days later, I go home, and I call Jack Parker up, and I said, hey, Coach, remember that BC game? <laughs> and Jack remembers every single thing. I said, did Mullen have three or four that night? He had four, Mike. So, oh. so I remember that game, but I, I remember I remember a lot of them. And, and I think part of the reason, too, was, you know, when I was at Boston University, BC was all Americans. They were basically all Massachusetts players. There were only a few Americans on the BU team. We were predominantly a Canadian team in those years. So it, it was more of a, a, a rivalry for me personally because, you know, I'm from Winthrop, and BC never even looked at me as if I could even play the game. So... I had even a little more of a revenge factor every time we played BC because obviously they didn't want the kid from Winthrop. They wanted the, someone else from Massachusetts. So it, was, it, it always drove me to play well against them. So I'm chuckling at the uh, BUBC trash talk. I will note that I was on faculty at Boston College for six years. So uh, you, you, could, just, you, couldn't <laughs> get a, you couldn't get a job at BU? <laughs> Just a little bit. And I guess I should. I love it. I love it. Uh, I should also note BU holds the license on WBUR. So we're just in the thick of this all <laughs> kinds of ways around. So I want to pick it up there and I'm going to come back now. We've got Mike Ruzioni with us, former BU hockey player, member of the uh, the Miracle on Ice uh, Olympics team in, in uh, 1980. Um, now I'm back to Andrew Mahoney, uh, who covers men's college hockey for the Boston Globe. Um, it is an international affair now. And there are a couple of players that you kind of think we ought to keep an eye on. Uh, one that I'm particularly interested in is this uh, this um, player, and I'm, I've got to pull his name for us, Cutter Gauthier, uh, who's got a very French-sounding name, although I don't think he's actually an international player. But there's something interesting happening with this guy that I do want to take a minute to pull out. So tell us about him. Sure. So actually, he technically, I guess he could be international. I believe he was born in Sweden when his father was playing over there, but he was raised in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And you know, now, of course, he's in his second year at Boston College. Uh, and I, th- I believe you know what, what you're referring to is, is that uh, just a couple of weeks ago, his uh, draft rights were traded 
from the Philadelphia Flyers to, to the Anaheim Ducks. And uh, when Philadelphia made the move, they, they came out and said that they they made the move because Cutter said he didn't want to play for Philadelphia. And it's it's kind of, you know, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's been unfortunate because now you know, he's only 19 and you knew as soon as that happened that once he turns pro and he plays in Philadelphia, he'll get he'll get booed, right? And, and, and that's to be expected. But what's been weird now is you've seen uh, his first game back at Boston College after the news came out. Um, you actually saw Philadelphia fans showing up at Boston College and holding signs and booing him. And it just seemed a little extreme to me. Yeah, and he's talked about sort of the level of hate online that he's experienced, et cetera. And, and for context for, for listeners, uh, when you get drafted into the pros in hockey, you can still play in college for a while, which is what the, the situation is here. Um, I, I'll just turn back to you for a second, Mike Ruzioni. That does feel different. Well, yes, he, he almost put a bullseye on himself. Uh, and, and then he was talking about that, especially Philadelphia. I mean, you know, they remember they threw snowballs at Santa Claus. So uh, that's a tough city. And, and when you say you don't want to be there, boy, it only incites the fans even more. So I think it's, it's an unfortunate situation for him. Um, but clearly thinking back, maybe, maybe he shouldn't have said anything and just kind of let things ride out the way they ride out. But it's out there, and uh, you know it's something he's going to have to deal with and face. And you know, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll do okay. He's, he's a pretty, he's a pretty good player. So, uh, Andrew, I'll come back to you. Um, you know, I, I want for people who are not college hockey fans, but might want to tune in because this is a pretty unusual situation we're looking at this weekend. I want to give them a sense of the culture. Each school has its own traditions. Some are borrowed. Um, here's what BC fans in the student section do every time the Eagles score a goal. They stand up, they point at the opposing goalie, and they chant this. So not quite throwing snowballs at Santa Claus, but it's a, it's a tough environment, but kind of raucous. So what can people who might want to tune in this weekend watch for? Give them one fun thing that anybody could watch and enjoy. Hmm, that's that's a good question. Uh, I guess it, again, just going back to you know what the bands play. You know the the um, actually I don't know if this appears on TV, but just. The way the teams are introduced and the way the bands rally behind the teams when they're introducing the starting lineups, uh, same. It's similar. BU fans do this, a similar thing when they they're really raucous when their team is introduced. Not so much when the opposing team is introduced. Um, so it, it's just a really fun atmosphere. And as we go out of this, I do want to give a nod to the fact that in women's college hockey, the final of the Bean Pot Hockey Tournament took place Wednesday night at TD Garden for the first time. We talked with uh, fan Reverend Laura Everett, who's a Boston pastor and writer. Here's how she described the scene. You could look around the arena. The entire lower bowl was filled. From where I was sitting in the media box, you could see the BU marching band um, I could look out and see the banners and I could see that this the arena was so full that they had to open up the 300 level seating. You could hear the groans of a, a missed pass um, and a missed shot, but these were fans who knew what they were watching. So lots of fun in hockey. I want to thank Andrew Mahoney, reporter for the Boston Globe, who covers men's college hockey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And Micah Ruzioni, a former BU hockey player, um, former Olympic star. So great to have you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on, Andrew. Always a pleasure. And it should be a fun weekend for college hockey.
And Boston College and BU play tomorrow night at Conti, Saturday night at Aganis. The puck drops for both games at 7. You can watch them on Nesson.